Today's episode is brought to you by GoDaddy. If you don't have a website, your business might as well not exist. If you want to give it a try, head to trygodaddy.com slash profit. Now, let's get profitable. This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. Hey there, Profiteers. Welcome to episode number 91 of the Personal Profitability Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. So today's guest is a real estate investor, and I was just blown away by everything she was all about. She had so much energy, but her story was so cool. She came from earning a very small income and turned it around and built a Essentially, it's a real estate empire. You know, she's making a good cash flow. Her life is so much better than it was before. And it's all because she started investing in real estate. And she started from pretty humble beginnings with that. She didn't, you know, go get a fancy, you know, graduate degree on real estate or anything like that. She figured it out as she went. She just started with a basic course. And if she were going to start again today, she probably wouldn't have even taken that same kind of course. She wouldn't have needed to because she knows she could learn so much of this online. But she started uh, with with one of those courses out there that you know you swipe the credit card, they sell you the uh, the book and everything and and the le- lessons. And um, but but she really took that knowledge to heart, and and that's what started her on her path to real estate riches, essentially. So I'm gonna just stop talking now and turn it over to her. We'll get going with Whitney nicely right after this. I registered my first domain ever on March 29th, 2007. More than 10 years ago, I signed up for my GoDaddy account. And in the years since, I have registered dozens of domains with GoDaddy. If you are an individual who wants to succeed in your own personal life or a business who wants to grow, you need a website. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And to get a good website, you need a good domain and even hosting. If you want to get your website going with very few technical skills, head to trygodaddy.com profit to give it a try. That's trygodaddy.com profit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Whitney Nicely. So Whitney, are you ready to get profitable? Absolutely. Awesome. So you are in Tennessee and you are in real estate, but I understand you are not always in real estate. You used to have the regular nine to five day job as so many people do and real estate uh, started out on the side, but now you are a big time uh, you know, investor with a, with a bunch of assets and properties. So how did you get started in the real estate world? My mom was a real estate investor and her dad was an investor. And so they kind of learned as they went. They didn't have any formal training or anything. So I started asking my mom a bunch of questions and I was watching her deposit the rent checks one day. And I was like, wait a second, why don't I have any money that just comes to me automatically every month? And she was like, well, you have to buy something first. And, you know, normally we would think this would be a good learning time for my mom to sit me down and explain cash flow and, you know, talk about Robert Kiyosaki and, you know, how things work and this and that. No, she just said, go figure it out. So I did. That's one way to to get you on the right track. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it was sink or swim, honey. 
And that's how she learned. So, and she didn't really have any formal strategies or plans or anything like that to teach me. So I started going out and I started buying land. Actually, when I got started, I bought land for $500, $1,000, $1,500, and then I rented it back out or I sold it. And um, Was that all more or less in your local area? Uh, yeah, it was all in East Tennessee. Yes. So here where I live in Southern California, I don't know. I don't know if I could get a square foot for $500 or (laughs) $1,000. Well, what I learned is there's deals all the time everywhere. And whether you think you can afford it or not, there is somebody out there who can afford it. And the best way to get started is just to put yourself in the middle. So they have to go through you and you get paid so they can get what they want. That's a good way to do it. So that's what I started doing when I got into houses. I would go out and get contracts on houses to buy them and I would get where in the contract where I could assign my contract to somebody else and get an assignment fee. So I was buying houses, but I was finding somebody else to fund the money for me. And I did 14 deals like that in my first nine months and made over $135,000. Whoa. And that I'm guessing was a nice, uh, a nice pay raise from your day job. I was making $2,000 a month. Wow. So from 2000 a month, like 24000 a year to 130000 in under a year. Yeah. That is so cool. In my first deal, I got a check for $15,000 and it was, you know, almost as much as I made in a whole year. So needless to say, I mean, aside from the lifestyle of uh, being your own boss now, the income you've made in real estate really changed your life or it could have had the opportunity to change your life if you choose to. It changed my life. It changed my mom's life. It changed my my boyfriend at the time. He's my husband now. It changed his life. It opened all of our eyes up to this whole other world of real estate that I had a license, but I didn't ever use it. And I wasn't working the regular real estate route and I didn't have any terrible tenants calling me at night. I was making money hand over fist Without actually owning anything, I did the Uber, the Airbnb route. So I mean, you were essentially, it was like a short-term broker. Like you'd buy exactly. it and hold it like a car dealership kind of for real estate. It was the definition of what a real estate broker should do, but that they don't do. That's what I'm like, what a broker, like a lot of people don't realize when you talk about like stock brokers and commodity brokers, that they actually own the item. And in real estate, um, you know, as you just said, it's, it often seems like more like they're handling the transaction. But yeah, the true definition of broker is they buy it and then they sell it like a car broker. And I came from a trucking industry. We had brokers that would broker our loads for us. I knew what a broker was. And still to this day, real estate brokers are adult babysitters. They are not brokers. <laughs> I love that. So uh, so what do you still run that type of a business where you're buying and selling Or now have you shifted to a point where you're owning and holding and building a bigger portfolio? Absolutely. So I did that the first year and that was, you know, fun. And then I started keeping the properties. The next year I did almost 30 deals, I think. And I managed to keep uh, probably 17 or 18 of them. I've bought and sold some different ones now, but... In the first year, I only kept two of the houses that I bought. In the second year, I only sold two. (laughs) 
I love this. So um, what was the average property size for the properties you were working on in those early years? Uh, three bedroom, two bath. Sometimes a two bedroom, one bath. Sometimes a four bedroom, three bath. It just depended. And in Knoxville, our median home price was about 150 at the time. And I hovered in between 100 and 150. I did have one $225,000 house and it was a pain in the neck because it was so far out of regular in the market. And I know you, in your market, you can't buy a bathroom for 225 Oh, yeah. I was uh, actually ha- was with someone from the Chamber of Commerce yesterday and we were talking about how in the you know air quotes poor side of town, uh, houses are about 500,000. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I, I'm always blown away how, how some people do it and, and make it. It's, uh, it's tough, but you know, a hundred thousand, but even at that, um, you know, when you were making the 2000 a month, you know, that's, it's tough to get from 2000 a month to a point where you can jump in to you know, a hundred or $150,000 home right away. So you know, what in the middle, did you make all that through the brokering or yes. where did you um, get your assets in the beginning? Was it really just scraping those, you know, five hundred and thousand dollar ones together and and hustling through? No, I I did um, some land deals and then I, I bought a house and I bought another house and I went flat broke and so I didn't have any money to spend and it didn't matter what price I could buy a house for. I didn't have anything to buy it with and I didn't have the credit or the job history to get a mortgage. But I had seen other people doing these deals and not using their money, not using banks, not using their credit. And so I put myself through school and then the school of hard knocks to figure out what they were doing and how they were doing it. And that's when I got into hundred thousand dollar houses in, you know, like two months, I went from nothing to two to a hundred thousand dollar houses in two months and making, I went from making 2000 a month to averaging making about 10,000 a month. And then in the next year, I went from hustling for ten thousand to having ten thousand passive, and if I hustled, I was making twenty thousand a month. That sounds great. <laughs> and there's just not many jobs you can go from two thousand to twenty thousand in less than two years. Oh per no, month. yeah. So can we get into the details a little more? So when you, you know, let's say um, you want to, you, let's say you didn't have any money, didn't have any assets, you were starting from scratch, and but you have the knowledge you have today, what would you do to find your first property? And what does the financing look like as you put the deal together? I don't really do any financing. Um, the most, uh, I don't know the word, the best financing that you can get is owner financing. So you find houses that are free and clear. There's not a mortgage on them. There's not a lien on them. And even in California, there are houses that are free and clear. And when you find those, you talk to those sellers and you let them finance the property for you. So even today, I don't call banks. I don't get mortgages. I don't have any of those people in my phone because I don't need them. I let the sellers do their own financing, which keeps the money in the seller's pocket and keeps the banks out of my business. That's great. And what, so what are your criteria like when you're trying to find the properties? I have three deal breakers. I will not look at anything that is on the MLS. So nothing that's listed, nothing that has an agent involved with it. The second rule is that I won't deal with anything that's behind on payments. So if you even utter the F word, you know, foreclosure, 
I will not talk to you. I'm not your person. I don't want to deal with it. And the third deal breaker I have is that I don't want anybody living in the house. I want them to be empty. So if I can find a person that has an empty house that they have free and clear, or they have an empty house that they're making payments on and they're not behind on it yet, I will work with those sellers all day, every day, and twice on Sundays. And there's tons of those people out there. And how do you how do you find them if they're not on the MLS? Are you I mean, going door to door? What does that process oh, look Lord, like? No, of, that's a hard. Yeah, I, I didn't hard. figure you were. <laughs> what is your um, your outreach like? It's not that I'm lazy, Eric. It's just that I just don't want to work really hard. I get that. 100%. Work hard today so you don't have to tomorrow. I just want to work smarter. Yeah. So what? how do you find the houses? How do you find the sellers that in the homes that meet your criteria? Honest to goodness question. Have you ever heard of the World Wide Web? Absolutely. I use it every single day. Yeah. Well, your sellers are there right in front of you on free websites that you're probably already using. And if you're not using it, your wife is. Pinterest? Pinterest is a good place. Yes. Zillow, Facebook, and Craigslist. So, and how do you, how do you find them on these sites? So let's say you're going to pop on Craigslist. Are you finding people who are doing for sale by owners and yes. you, and you jump in and help them out through, through that process? Absolutely. Yes. On Zillow and Craigslist, there's a classification for people that are selling their house by owner. And so you can call those people you can make them offers. You can work with them and you can rock and roll on Facebook you have to let people know that you're looking for for sale by owners. And that way, before your friends and family or their friends and family put their house up for sale by owner, they send you messages and say, hey, we're thinking about listing this thing, this house. You want to look at it before we do that? Yes, I would like to have the first opportunity to look at this property before it hits the market. Very cool. So, you know, outside of real estate, I know you, um, you're a speaker, you do coaching for people who are looking to learn more in real estate. What is your, how has your business grown around you outside of your, your real estate side of your business? I really wake up every day to encourage and motivate more women to get into real estate investing because it's a good old boys club and I have fought that battle to get in. And now I'm pretty well established here and I want more women up here at the top with me. So I wake up on a mission to get more women interested, not just like curious, but actually invested in real estate. So my goal every day is to talk to as many women as I can, whether I'm speaking on a stage or on Facebook or on a podcast or whatever. I want to get the message out that women need to be investing. They need to be taking control of their finances and not just going about it blind. I love that. And I think it is absolutely true. Everyone needs to take you know, ownership of their money and not depend on someone else. Or even if it's a spouse who is, you know, wants to take care of everything, you know, get in there, get involved and, and take ownership and be a part of it. It's so important. I talked to so many smart women who have college degrees and they had a job and they, you know, ended up coming home and taking care of the kids. And, you know, he was making plenty of money, like plenty of money. And then one day something happened. Either he decided he liked his secretary or he, you know, had a heart attack because of all the pressure he was under. Like these things happen to people every single day and you don't see it coming. 
So even if he did have you set up with investments, I want to make sure that you know how to run them. I know I want to make sure that you know how to operate them. I know I want you to know which ones to sell, which ones to rent, which ones to turn into more money so that this is a traumatizing event in your life. I get it. But I want you to have the, you know, stamina to pick it up and run with it and not crumble. That's great. So, you know, people want to, you know, connect with you. They want to learn more about what you're doing. Um, What are you doing out there and how can they find more and learn more? The best way to connect with me is in my Facebook group. You can go to WhitneyNicely.com slash group. And that'll take you straight over to my Facebook group. And I'm in there all day, every day, encouraging women, giving tips and tricks and tidbits to get you into real estate investing and do it fast and as simple as possible. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. And everyone, as always, that will be linked in the show notes. So you will be able to jump in there and get on this real estate game because there is money out there to be made. And we've had a few real estate related guests on the show lately. And I am so excited to have had you on the show, Whitney. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, there is another one in the books, ladies and gentlemen. You can find links to that episode, you know, everything we talked about in that episode in the show notes. That's at personalprofitability.com slash episode 91 for episode 91. Before you go, I want to remind you, if you have not checked it out before, if you go to personalprofitability.com slash bootcamp, I have a free free with no strings attached. I'm not selling you anything. Seven day video series where every day you get an email with a link to that day's video. Each video is about 10 to 15 minutes long and walks you through an essential step to starting on your path to personal profitability. And that also includes a free download of my personal profitability manifesto, essentially that I wrote when I got all started on this on the personal profitability project. Uh, so you can get get that roadmap rocking and rolling. I love all that stuff. I want to help you guys succeed in your personal finance life. I hope today's episode with Whitney was super helpful and that boot camp is super helpful as well. Thanks so much for sticking around till the end. And until next time, stay profitable. Stay profitable.